This is Laurie Ricciadoni. You are listening to A Taste for All Seasons. Join me in exploring the world of seasonal living through food, culture, and lifestyle. We're going to be exploring healthy summer desserts. It is officially summer, so happy summer, happy solstice. I hope everyone set their intention on the solstice. It's a very powerful thing to do, not not to get segue into something else, but you know, worth mentioning. And it's never too late to set an intention, uh, I believe. One might ask what makes a dessert healthy? I would argue it's the ingredients that we use. I mean, if we're using organically grown ingredients, we're not using processed sugar, but maybe we're using a little coconut sugar or pure maple syrup. Uh, we're using flour that's made with nuts, so you have some protein. And, you know, there are just a lot of ways to make something healthy and delicious at the same time. So we are going to make, I'm gonna walk you through the steps, uh, an amazing strawberry cashew cheesecake. And I say cheesecake, but there is absolutely no dairy in this recipe at all, and it's good for you, and it's easier than you think to make. Uh, And this happens to have, the cashews have a lot of protein. There's minerals and um, some vitamins, fiber, and it's also a great stabilizer for blood sugar. So you don't get those spikes that you can get from eating processed flour and, and processed sugar. So that's just a beautiful benefit. I'll go through the recipe with you. Just know that the full recipe is on my website, laurierichidoni.com, along with um, beautiful summer gluten-free and vegan desserts. And if you're feeling like Italian, I have uh, on my Italian table a couple of gorgeous crostatas that are made with plums. You could use peaches, whatever the summer fruit. And it's a lot uh, less intimidating than one would think. I I hear from people a lot when I do a class, they're a little intimidated making a a crust, pastry crust. And it is a little bit more um, challenging. I don't want it to be off-putting, a gluten-free crust, because you don't have that gluten. So you just have to handle it a little differently. But the technique is the same. And I was just watching a show Uh, the other night and it had food involved. There was this baker, we were in Rome, and what set her apart from everyone else we found out is that when she was making her pastry, her crust or her desserts, she would put her fingers in ice water. Those of you that make pastry crust know that you need cold hands, you know, to mix the butter in. It has to be chilled but fingers and ice cubes. So I'm going to give that a try. I'll report back and see if it really makes a difference. I just thought that was fascinating. All right, let's go through the ingredients. Um, I'm going to start with the filling and then I'll give you the ingredients for the crust, which takes less than five minutes. I'm not kidding. This is so easy and so packed with flavor. Uh, I make this over and over again. So for the filling, we have uh, two and a half cups of cashews, quarter cup of coconut oil. I use unrefined just because it's not processed as much. You could use refined coconut oil as well, particularly if you don't want any coconut essence in the background, but I don't mind it in this dessert at all. Quarter cup of water, filtered or spring water, half a cup of pure maple syrup, 
Half a cup of lemon juice, really important to use that much because it's the lemon juice that gives it that tartness. Um, and, you know, taste taste your, uh, your filling when you're done with it and, you know, adjust it to your personal taste. You might want a little bit more lemon juice in there. I used a pint of fresh organic strawberries. Frozen is okay too because usually, but organic, um, they're kind of picked at their peak and then they freeze them. So they're usually sweeter than store-bought strawberries uh, that are off-season. Eighth teaspoon of sea salt. Tablespoon of vanilla paste or vanilla extract. If I have vanilla beans, I use that. That really makes it even more special. Uh, But vanilla extract is fine. That's it. That's your filling. The crust, three ingredients, four if you if you consider water. We have a cup of pitted dates, medjool dates, if you can get them because they're creamier. Of course, take the pit out. Uh, two cups raw almonds. You could use walnuts, macadamia nuts. You really can use whatever nuts that you want to. I used raw almonds. Uh, a little pinch of sea salt, just a little pinch. A quarter teaspoon of vanilla extract. You could add a little bit more if you want a little bit more vanilla, but remember there's vanilla in the filling. And then a tablespoon of water. So there's your ingredients for both the crust and the filling. You could make the filling the day before, by the way, if you wanted to. So I lined a bottom of a six inch spring pan with parchment paper. Whatever pan you're using, you want to line it with some parchment paper. Um, including around the sides. It'll just make it so much easier to get out. Uh, And and the six-inch spring pan, I like it because it makes for a taller, more dramatic cake. Nine-inch pan is, you know, just perfectly fine, which is usually traditional cheesecakes. Uh, For the filling, you're going to soak those cashews for eight hours or overnight with filtered or spring water. So that's just inactive time. Just dump them in the raw cashews, organic cashews preferably, add the water, and that's it. In the morning or several hours later, just drain them, pat them dry a little bit on a single, single layer. And then you're going to combine all the ingredients in either a really good quality food processor, which you're going to blend for about five to seven minutes. I have a Vitamix now. I've made it both ways. The Vitamix, if you have one, it literally takes two minutes to get that that creamy, fluffy, light, beautiful texture that we long for in a good cheesecake. Um, And, you know, a good quality food processor. I still did it kind of twice. Uh, I don't remember exactly, but maybe two minutes each time. You know, you don't want the motor to get too hot. Use your judgment. You know what tools and equipment you have in your kitchen. Um, And don't rush it. It really needs to have that beautiful, creamy texture. So just take your time with that. But that's less than 10 minutes, right? You know, come on. (laughs) And the crust, you're going to put all your ingredients except the water in a food processor and you're going to pulse it several times until it's blended. Add a tablespoon of water at the end and then mix it until it's fully combined. And you could just use your judgment again if you need a little bit more water, but you don't want it too soft. You just want it to, um, you know, kind of hold in your hand a little bit. Um, that's it on the crust. And then to put it together, you'll place your crust ingredients on the lined pan. You'll press down until it's even all around. 
you know, just make sure it's relatively even so that, you know, visually it just looks pretty when you take it out of the spring pan. And then you're going to pour your cashew mixture and smooth it with a, uh, either a rubber or offset spatula and make sure the cake is, is even. You can give it a little tap on the counter. Uh, you can sprinkle it. Oftentimes I'll sprinkle it with cacao nibs and whatever decoration that pleases you. Um, I'm going to talk in a minute about another idea that uh, just came to me by default, but the cacao nibs does give it uh, a little texture to the cheesecake, so it's nice, but you know, you could really top it with whatever you want to. You want to put the cake in the freezer for at least, I would say, three hours. I do it overnight, you know, typically I'll just put it in there. Um, and also very important, you want to take it out I would say about an hour before serving it or place the cake in the refrigerator the day before you're serving it. And there's your cake. And again, the full recipe is on my website, laurierichardoni.com. And also you could listen to all the episodes for A Taste for All Seasons on Apple Podcast or wherever you listen to your shows. And they're also, uh, all the episodes are also on my website. So this is just a very brief story uh, in regard to the cacao nibs. So I made this strawberry uh, cheesecake at my house to celebrate myself, my friend Rosa and Fidlin. The three of us are Geminis and have birthdays. So this was our birthday cake. And I had the idea I wanted the cacao nibs, that little crunchy texture. Well, I forgot to bring the cacao nibs with me when I drove to uh, see my friends in Chapel Hill. And Fidlin didn't have cacao nibs in her house either, so I was really disappointed. And then I look outside and I see this beautiful tree. It was a chaste tree that had these gorgeous purple flowers. And I asked Fidlin if I can snip a couple. Of course, she said yes. And I snipped some of the flowers and I, with the leaves that looked a little like sage, and I placed it around the cake and I put the little flowers there, and it was absolutely beautiful. Way more beautiful than the cacao nibs would have been, not to make a comparison. The cacao nibs would have offered it a little different texture, but it was absolutely gorgeous. And it was just such a reminder to not get stuck on one thing. Um, I tend to do that particularly with food because I'm very visual also and, you know, food photography and, and the way something looks, you know, we eat with our eyes first is very important to me. So that was just a beautiful lesson in letting go of the cacao nibs. By the way, the cacao nibs were found after the fact, but not too soon because we would have never had those beautiful flowers and it wouldn't have happened that way. So, you know, divine intervention once again. Okay, I'd like to leave you with a final thought. Food for thought. Many of us have been running all our lives. Practice stopping. That's Thich Nhat Hanh with all his divine wisdom. Until next time, bon appetito. Bon appetito.